everyone. Welcome to the first episode of I Hope I Get It, the podcast. I'm Taryn Stain. I'm an actress and a singer from South Africa, and I just wanted to create a space where I could chat to friends and colleagues about the audition process. We all go through it. It's sometimes very daunting, sometimes very exciting, and each audition is different from the last one we went to. Um, today, my first guest is a Canadian actress and a very good friend of mine. Her name is Justine Lewis, also known as Teeny. She's a triple threat performer originally from Montreal, but she's now based in t- Toronto. She's an actor and equity member with two degrees, one in musical theatre and one in professional theatre. She played the truly iconic role of Cruella de Vil, on board the Disney Dream, as well as Plumette in the award-winning show Beauty and the Beast, also on board the Disney Dream. She was uh, with Disney Cruise Line for five years. That's where I met Teeny. Um, right now, she can be seen working in Canadian regional theatre, as well as film and television, with various commercials under her belt. She's also a dog walker and a bartender, and one of the loyalist and fiercest members of my girl gang. So um, please enjoy this episode. Because of the pan- the global pandemic right now, the episode was recorded via Zoom. So there might be some distortion in the sound, but I hope that you guys will enjoy this episode and hopefully enjoy this series. So today my guest is the great Justine Lewis. I call her Teeny, so that's what I'm going to be calling her throughout this interview. I cannot with Justine. It's too formal for me. Okay, so Teeny, <laughs> tell me, our first question is, what was the best audition you've ever had? All right. And you, did, you don't necessarily have to have gotten the job, like just what was the best audition you've had? Yeah, I don't want to sound a little cocky, but it's rare that I have a really bad one. And I don't mm-hmm. think that's because... I don't have bad auditions. I just think I've, I'm not as hard as on myself as most people are. Okay. Like, so I'm like a pretty confident person. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure of like my skill set. Of course, I have weak moments. Of course, I have right. like insecurities. Obviously, I'm a human being. Yeah. But I'm, I'm really good at just kind of going in there and giving it my best shot, mm-hmm. and not getting like if things don't go my way, which obviously I've had bad auditions. Right. But. Uh, it was hard for me. I was like trying to think. I'm like, what is my best audition yet? My Disney audition was pretty good. It was a positive experience. Like now everything went great. But the one that really sticks in my head is um, I auditioned for a regional theater production and I ended up booking the job. But uh, the audition process was just really chill. Like I went in, the artistic director is so dope. He's like such a great guy. And yeah. what really stuck with me Taryn is that I do my audition he's like great thank you awesome which was a song I think it was like a 60s song that I had to sing and then I think I might have done like a contemporary music theater piece as well uh-huh. but right after he goes how low can you sing and I'm like oh, that's refreshing and he starts laughing and I'm like wow how refreshing well let's see how low I can go let's go <laughs> And the pianist is just kind of like looking at me. And then we just end up doing a scale that goes really, really low. And in the end, I realized once I did get the job, it was the alto role. It was a four-person um, uh, show okay. with four-part harmonies. And she, I had to sing super, super low. 
And he says it like when we had our first day on the job, he's like, listen, like I'm looking for someone who I can chill with and have a conversation with and go to dinner with and who's fun in like the rehearsal room. Mm -hmm. And when you were like, oh my God, how low can you sing? He's like, that's what sold me. And I left that audition feeling really, really good. And yeah, it's not like a crazy story about a mind blowing audition. Like Disney was a little more mind blowing because I got the yellow paper and I got to do all the things and I was on their roster, but this really sticks out to me as like one of my best auditions, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, you mentioned the yellow paper. What is, what is, talk us through this whole, what is, what do you mean by the yellow paper for those of us who okay, so... have never done a Disney audition? So with Disney, I know that they do open calls and then they do like agent appointments and right. my agent got me this appointment. And it's so funny because at the time I was not really interested if I'm being honest, mm. I had like a secure, like I just, I felt secure in Toronto and I had a condo and, and this and that. But I was never going to turn down an audition. Like, I always went. Right. So I went, and I had a time. And, yeah, you do your piece that they provide you with. It was Yzma from Villains, which oh, I perfect. I didn't end up doing. I ended right. up doing Corella, But, um, and I, like, nailed it. Because, you know, that's my wheelhouse. The quirky, yes. the funny. And yeah. they were like, oh, okay, great. Let's put you on film. So then they film you. And then... Um, you kind of, you get asked to do a choreography, like a little choreography session with the casting director. Okay. And then they literally give you like a form that's like a, an official kind of yellow. I remember it being yellow. So it's not like a golden ticket, but yeah, but, you know. yeah but the color stuck with you. When you come out of there and you have the paper, like everybody's like, oh, like she went all the way type thing. God, it's you like know? an idols when you get that, like, she's going yes! <laughs> Exactly. So you fill out your info. They gave you like this official Disney auditions pen and I, I felt so good about the audition. I remember like getting off, getting out of there and like calling people. And I was like, yeah, I mean, but I, I was so good at letting things like roll off my back right? that I was like, and they never called six months later. They did though. So it's like six months. Oh yeah. Six months later they called and they were like, listen, we need Justine. They told my agent, they're like, we need Justine to put Snow White, LOL. (laughs) Um, and ah. Cruella on tape because of the like tracking and the casting and whatnot and like just the voice yeah. types and I did and I just remember feeling like so good about it like and my life had completely changed drastically at this yes. point and I needed yes. something yeah you're like yes yes, yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh I was now you know on my fully on my own and whatever so so yeah and then I put some stuff on tape and I remember being so sick too and then put some stuff on tape. And then five days later, um, they gave me the offer. So, so yeah, you just never know. Yeah. Right? It's so weird that, um, that you had to do Snow White and Cruella. I mean, they are the complete polar opposites, I think in vocal style as well. Oh yeah. But I think it's like when they're trying to figure out casting the tracking because you know you need to be you need to be in multiple shows and like right when you're auditioning right. for Disney you don't even realize that you think you're just auditioning for Rapunzel you think you're auditioning for Elsa but yes you but really so need much to more fit than that. yeah exactly you need to fit in like a trajectory so I think they were like oh what else can she play type mm-hmm. thing obviously Snow White and Cruella are in the same show so no but right. I think it's just to see like how high can she sing and you know that part Taryn it's like the like oh the, the um Yes, yes. I don't want to do it because I'm going to sound bad, but that part, yeah. Correct. (laughs) Can she do that? You know what I mean? I think it's like one of those things, but hilarious. I know. That's so, I just, that's so odd to me. But um, 
I Justine was the greatest Cruella. <laughs> I she just she was so crazy, and you just brought something to that role that I, I don't know. I it was so great. I just I could watch you severely all day. unwell. Yeah, severely correct. unwell. Correct. And you just <laughs> called me Justine. How formal. Oh, I know. Um, that it, just, it didn't even come out of his <laughs> mouth right. It's awful. Um, it's a stage name, though. It, it works. It works. <laughs> okay, so we've spoken about your what you think was uh, the best audition that you've had. Um, what was the worst audition? Just the worst experience? Yeah. <laughs> you know, these audition rooms, I mean, they're terrible. Um, but there is no other way to see what an actor can do, unless it's someone who's really well-known and you're really familiar with their body of work. So we hate these auditions. We love to hate mm-hmm. them. We hate going for these auditions and these castings. Um, so what what was your the worst experience you've had in the room? Either something that you just felt like, oh my god, what was I yeah. thinking? Or was it just yeah? Or, or it could be the reaction of the the other people because I think that's really um, it can be really off putting as well. Yeah, I'll give you a quick story, and then I'll give you, like, my worst audition. Tell me um, everything. So, to, yeah, to say, like, I mean, I don't want to, I don't want to correct you and say that I don't hate auditioning, but you learn to love it, and you learn to get used to it, mm-hmm. and, like, right. I don't dread it like some people do. Like, I know some actors who are, like, terrified, they hate it. It's like, I'm oh, like, why are you doing this? This is, that's like, true. This is, that's so true. I, I know, I know. This actors is like the that job. Actors. So, so yeah, so I remember being really, really young. I was living in Montreal at the time and I had an agent in Toronto. My dad drove me here to Toronto where I am now. And I went in for some like voiceover. I was like 15. I was young and I, I, I couldn't get it down. Like I couldn't nail, um, the lines or I forget. And the, and the guy on the other end was just so like, I remember it was a casting director. He's like, okay, just get her out of here. And I'm like, I'm 15, yeah. you know, like, yeah. but hey, it contributed to like building that hard shell and whatnot. So that was like right. a very off-putting experience, but my worst audition yet. All right. So I was auditioning for Legally Blonde for this theater out West and I have played Paulette. I played Paulette mm-hmm. my graduating show from music theater school. So I was like, oh my God. <laughs> oh, it was the best. It was so much fun. <laughs> Um, and I was like, perfect. I've played this role. Like, I feel really good. This is going to be great. I know the music. I know the material. Awesome. Yeah. So it was a weird time though in my life. Like I was living on my own. I was bartending like five nights a week serving, like we're talking like 3am in the morning, just like, like living just to kind of get by and pay my bills and like trying to audition at the same time. I'm out of acting school life. (laughs) Uh Yeah. It was actually after my first two Disney cards. I knew you at this point and I had come home from like Disney and I was just like, I was okay. Obviously I was fine. I just went right back into that hustle and grind and it was Mm -hmm. so hard. And I got this audition and it was like a 9 30 AM call, Mm -hmm. like audition time. And I was like, shit, okay. Like, I'm not the biggest morning person. Hello, we know this. But I was like, okay, cool. Like, I'm gonna make this work, obviously. And I had a shift the night before. And I just, I didn't want to get it covered. I was like, I need the money. I need to work. Like, I'll, yeah. I'm teeny. Like, I'll figure this out. I'll get up and right. it'll be fine. So I woke up the next day. I warmed up. I did my whole, like, vocal warm up. I was, like, obviously tired and groggy. But, like, whatever. I get there. And I... Do you know the show? So you know yes. Paulette sings Ireland. Right. And yes. she has Ireland reprise. Yes. 
So she's saying, okay, yeah. So that's what the audition piece was. Okay, okay. So the reprise. And so I do the whole song. And then at the end, there's like a high note, a high belt note. Yes. La, la, la. Like she like has to go up, right? Yeah. And I've, like I said, I've played this role. So I'm like, like, cool, let's go. Taryn. (laughs) It was like, la, like we're talking, no sound came out. Humiliating. (laughs) And I finish and everybody just kind of looks at me and I'm like, well, I was like, listen, she's like, okay, let's, let's try that. Let's just try it again. Like she, like nobody spoke and they were like, let's just try it again. Yeah. And I was like, okay, Teeny, like, oh my God, you have, like, this has to come out. Yeah. Otherwise, like, you're going to look like a moron. <laughs> so I do it again and I'm, it doesn't come out. And I just kind of look at them. And I was at a point in my career where I was like, no bullshit. Sorry, can I swear on this? Oh, yes. oh my God, <laughs> okay. go ahead. <laughs> so I just look at them. I'm like, listen, I'm working five nights a week bartending I was uh working really late last night like I know a panel does not want to hear that they don't they don't care they do not don't care care. but I was like you know what I had like a human moment Mm -hmm. and I was like this is what it is I've played the role you know I can sing it ask the ask my old director like ask anyone right it's not coming out because (laughs) like I didn't say because I'm exhausted but I worked till three in the morning last night like so again, they don't care. They don't want to hear excuses. But like, I left there feeling like, oh man, did I overstep? Did I say the wrong thing? Do I look like a mess? Do I look like I don't have my shit together? Like, yeah, and you're just in your head the whole time. Then after that, you know, there's just no coming I out just, of that space. Exactly. And I was like, wow. All right, cool. I'm never gonna audition for them again. And guess <laughs> what? I did. I have auditioned for them again. So it just goes to show, like, yeah. none of it makes sense. Right. So all that time in your head was a waste of time. <laughs> Amen. And it's okay to have that on it. Like, yes. obviously there's some directors who would have completely written me off, but hey, like they didn't. So I don't think there's any, anyone who tells me that they have never had a bad audition is straight up lying. Oh my gosh. Of straight course they're lying. lying. Um, I mean, the auditions that I have had, oh my God. Like I terrifying. <laughs> my God. Um, so speaking about bad auditions, how do you because everyone deals with this differently, how do you deal with the rejection when they're like, or even if you've had you feel like you've nailed <sighs> that audition and then they're like, actually no. And like we know that it's it's not a personal thing, it's a she's just not right for the role thing. 100%. But I but I think we still I think as artists, we are, we are sensitive beings. We are so sensitive to that sort of thing. And so we, I, I think we all wear our heart on our sleeves. We, I mean, we're all rough and yep. tough in the streets, but I think as artists, we are, I think we were just a little more sensitive to things like that. So how we do have you, to be. Right. So how do you deal with, um, with the rejection? Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to say it gets easier with time. And again, like I am somebody who has, confidence and I'm sure of myself so Mm -hmm. like maybe I take it a little more easier than somebody who's new in the business or somebody who does have a little more baggage or whatever the situation is yeah um but it's interesting because I auditioned for Schitt's Creek once and I oh my god I had the job I was like it was one of the best hey that's another story it was one of the best auditions um it was actually for like a dance kind of singing role 
they were doing like these music theater kids or whatever. And, you know, the choreographer, I had had a really good audition with him prior and he had reached out to my agent and like uh-huh. kind of like sent a really nice message about me. So I was like, wow, like I already have like one foot in the door. I just like put my other foot in the door. And like, right. the audition went so well. I remember calling <laughs> Layla after and I was like, this is mine. Like I can just feel it. Like I just, I felt it. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you're intuitive beings. Yes. And, um, I didn't get it. And like many other jobs, like hundreds of jobs that I've auditioned for at this point, I didn't get it. And I don't know, like, I don't know if there's like a way of dealing with it. I wish I had some more concrete advice beyond the fact that at the end of the day, you need to focus on what you can control. Right. And you cannot control their decisions. You can control how you look, Mm -hmm. your, what you're going to prepare Mm-hmm. you know your skill set like just focus yeah. on what you can control and like let the rest what's the expression cards fall yeah let the cards fall chips fall <laughs> chips fall poker chips great I don't know in South Africa um, they, I don't know what do we, I don't is it chips fall I don't know I missed your accent I'm just gonna <laughs> put it out there I'm obsessed um <laughs> so yeah I think it's just focusing what you can control but at the end of the day one more thing is that Oh, it's not personal. Well, in a way it is because it's about the way you look and it's about your skills. Yes. Yes. Don't take it personally. It's like, well, I am. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but like, this just is know how that I that's, this is how I look. Yeah. Just know that that's out of your control. Mm-hmm. Focus on what you can control. Yeah. And And like you're right. The only thing that we can control is our reaction to this to that. True. And, true, true, true. That's another and, thing. Um just ensuring that our reaction is, uh, I don't know, like a good reaction. Healthy. It's a healthy, yeah, good word. It's a healthy, healthy reaction. reaction. You know, because that could happen on the Monday and on the Tuesday, you have to audition for something else. Yeah, you know? 100%. So you just have or you have to, two in one day. Exactly. You have to just keep going. Just know that it's part of the job. It's kind of like, you know, you're a waitress and you have your side duties. Your side duty is to like, keep it moving. Right. You know, just right. keep it moving. No, you're not going to win. Like you're not going to get them all. It's impossible. Mm-hmm. Virtually. Yeah. I don't want to tell people that, but like, but it's, there are that, way- that's the reality of this industry, you know, and it's constantly changing too. And luckily our industry is changing to incorporate all walks of life and, and right. give every, I would, I, I'm begging that this is what's happening. And, you know, equal opportunity for all but there's always going to be some politics behind it there's always going to be bullshit behind it and like Mm -hmm. it just is what it is and if you can't have a healthy reaction to it and if it is hurting you and killing you and it's not fun anymore then walk you should yeah correct you shouldn't be it's okay to have dark moments and get down on yourself like I do all the time I'm like what am I doing I've had those I mean I've had those moments too and sometimes they last more than like a week when oh, it's like, yeah. oh, what am I oh, doing? Yeah. You know, I'm wasting right my now. time. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, this, in this pandemic. We've all lost jobs. You yeah. know, everybody's you lost know, jobs and artists are dark suffering. And, um, even like film crews and TV crews are, you know, they've cut people off because they can't have too many people in the same space. No. So it's just, um, it's like adjustment all the time. Um, so speaking about, um, uh, auditions and stuff like that um and speaking about this pandemic that we're in we're, <sighs> we're not really doing 
um, in-person auditions or uh-huh. kind of virtual, you know? Yeah. I mean, they're like, we're like rehearsing the musicals via Zoom. Are we okay? No. By- <laughs> no. Nobody's all right, like, first of all. What is happening? Nobody is okay. Like, just, shout out to Caitlin Parrish, choreographing. Yes, shout Zoom out musicals. to Caitlin. Um, so <laughs> what is your opinion? Um, because I, I know some people, they hate these self-tapes. Okay. So, like, for me, I don't mind them. It is what it is, you know? And, like, for film and TV, it's fine. I do think that, and I recognize and realize that that is the only way we can do things now, um, mm-hmm. right now, and that hopefully it'll be, get better and we can sort of go back to the way it was. But I feel like for the theater, it's 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 almost better to see the person in person just because theater is such a... Um, it's such a sharing of energy. Totally. Um, and it's such There's a, no camera there. There's right, no... Exactly. It's, and it's, so it's such a personal thing um, <sighs> between the audience member and the actor on the stage. And so I feel like for the theater, I mean, right now we are auditioning for musicals via, you know, with a ring light and a camera and via no, Zoom. It, it, but I still, I still feel like and I thought, I thought this way before, before this whole pandemic thing happened, um, people were like, oh, just send a self-tape of you, like, singing, you know, 32 bars. Like, but if you have the ability to see me in person for the theater, I feel, then see me in person. Yeah, I know. I hear you. It's, it's discouraging because going back to my first story where the director says, I'm looking for somebody that I can have fun in a rehearsal room with, that I can go grab a drink with after, that I can, that I yeah. want to be around. And can you really feel that energy through a tape? Uh-huh. I don't know. I think it's our job to. I think it's our job to try and get them to really figure out who we are and the kind of people we are. But again, like that's like you said, it's an in-person energy exchange. It's like, a, how does this person walk into the room? How does this person leave the room? Like they don't get to see any of that. So yeah. it's just, it's tricky. But at the same time, it's like safety. It's a health and safety thing right now. If we can yeah, limit it. Right. Yeah. people being in a room together and we're going to limit it right Absolutely. And at the end of the yeah. day, these theaters are dark mm-hmm. and broadway and i know canadian theater has been pushed until i think june or july 2021 don't quote me on that but i think that's what it is um and i had a show last summer i'm hoping it goes up like i yeah it's one of those things so in terms of the self-tape for film and television it is i guess different but at the end of the day we just got to accept that this is the new reality and yeah. whether you like it or not, order that ring live off Amazon Correct. <laughs> and keep it moving. Like, I don't know. I wish I had more positive words, but no, but I mean, this is the situation that we find ourselves in right now. So this, you're right. This is our new reality and we just kind of have I mean, to go with in a way. Flow. You don't have to get your shift covered in subway downtown to go to the audition. Like, I don't know what kind of cuts. Yeah. Like, I could do it in my pajama pants and just look really great from the waist up, you know? Like, full face of makeup, but I'm in pajama pants. Great. <laughs> Taryn, I've done self-tapes, like, in, a, in like my underwear. Like, don't care. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's just, you're right. It's just, it's the new reality. Get your ring lights. Make sure that, you know. Invest. Like, make sure you have a nice background. Correct. Um, and a reader, like, you know, Matt Raffi and I, we always read for each other yeah like that's just we we drop what we're doing and we get over yeah. there and we audition together it's important to have that like kind of buddy yeah I've had my boyfriend do it hilarious yeah um you know like it just 
Yeah, but I agree. It's definitely taking away from that experience. Mm-hmm. But again, what can we do? Yeah. So we just, um, we press on, you know? <laughs> yes, of course. Okay, so tell me, how do you prepare for an audition? Okay, apart from like learning the lines or learning the music. Of course. What is the, I mean, is there something that you always do to just give you the self that extra Pip yeah like in. the teeny kind of yeah obviously I like to have the material off book I'm mm-hmm. someone who ah, that's actually kind of a lie um <laughs> I don't mind holding my size <laughs> I'm worse contradicting myself um I think it just depends like if it's a very big piece like a, like if it's a big text then yeah. I think have your size if you have you know only a certain amount of time but Obviously getting it off book, getting it into my body, and then the typical, who are you? Who are you talking to? What do you want? How are you going to get what you want? What's the conflict here? Like your Uta Hagen steps, your Mm -hmm. your homework, if you will, your job. Right. Your plan of attack, Um, basically. Yeah. Just dissecting the text and being like, like, cause you're never going to, you're not going to get the full, you're you're never going to get the full script. Right. Unless, unless it's something that you know. You know. Exactly. Unless it's something. Exactly. So it's like. It's your job to um, dissect that script and figure out who that person is and, yeah. and give them your version of it, whatever. So, but I'm trying to think like little things that I personally do to prep. Like if you, if, if, if the character is, for example, if you were auditioning for like one of the pink ladies in Greece, would you, okay. would you go in with like wearing a leather jacket? Oh yeah. Like just a little, totally like a little hint of the character so they could see, oh, you know, this girl always like it's not like we you're not renting a costume but right you're wearing something that makes you feel like you're in that body like a good tip for me is like yeah I've done self-tapes in my underwear but realistically you should be like if your character's a lawyer or if your character I don't want to say a lawyer but let let's say she's a going on a date professional. yeah you know yeah. Like, make yourself feel like you are that person in your, if you're in your closet, like you are, or if you're, yeah. like, in your bedroom. Um, so, little things like that. Also, I just like to get in a good headspace. Yes, very. So, when I woke, when, yeah, like, when I wake up, I try to, like, read a couple of affirmations. Like, I can do this. I am Love good that. enough. Like, just, like stupid Pinterest quotes, if that's all you got. Oh, you know what I mean? Like, I love that, you know? Uh, yeah. As soon as you wake up, set the tone because if you're feeling in, in insecure or nervous or it's like it's gonna, it's gonna fall show. you right into yeah. that room, right? So, yeah, I used to have like big old like back in the day, like when I was like new to this or just starting out after school. Like, of course, I would like do this like exaggerated warm up and like you know just I'm not saying <laughs> I don't take it as serious anymore, but it's become more second nature. Yes. Yeah, because you know what works for you and what you need yeah. and what you don't need. Have you ever had an audition that was terrible and you were just like, I don't even want this job anymore, and then you booked the job? Ooh, 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 ooh. Well, let's just think about the things that I have booked. Like, it was just such a bad experience and you wrote the whole thing off and then they were like, we need Justine. <laughs> <laughs> So <laughs> let me think. Give me a second to think. I, you know what? I, I want to say I don't think so, but I've gotten callbacks for really mm-hmm. bad auditions. 
Okay. So that's where I can like relate to that. Um, yeah, I've just like gone in there and just like, okay, so these commercial auditions, and that's what I auditioned for like mostly in Toronto is mm-hmm. these like one liners or the, yes. the, the bank teller. Oh, and yeah. you know, same. like those are the commercials I've done. Exactly. So I was out late the night before. Wow. I sound really unprofessional. Eh? <laughs> and I, there was a reason it was like somebody, it was an important event that I had to be at. And I woke up like, I was like, not okay. And I got on the sub, like I did my thing. I don't, I don't even know. Like, I don't even, the audition was like, I didn't bomb it, but I definitely was like, <laughs> that was dumb. <laughs> and got the call back. And if you're Actra, like if you're unionized like me, like you can get a 50, you get 50 bucks every time you get a call back. Yeah. So you make money to go back there. Cool. So yeah, I think it's just like those funny stories, which make you realize sometimes you're like, okay, so I got a call back. I didn't take this seriously. I didn't prep like I normally do. And look mm-hmm. what happened. It's like, there is no method right. to this Right. And maybe I start thinking, oh, maybe I should just if maybe Not if I did this all the time, then I, I would always get a callback. It's so no, I completely understand. It's so weird because there are auditions when I have worked my ass off, mm-hmm. and it's like no. Then I go in and I was like, you know, you half-ass it, and then it's like, oh my god, you, we love you. Can you come back and read for us? Like, You're like, you kidding? Oh my gosh, exactly. I know, and I don't want to condone that behavior. Yes, but no, like, we, hey. yes, we will not condone that behavior. Always prepare for your audition. What? <laughs> but whatever works for you like if you're you know my friends and I now we we kind of got on this like one take wonder thing because the thing with the self-tape that's kind of detrimental in a way is you have the opportunity to do it as many times as you want which can be a great thing but can also be yes because it it, you're singing until you got nothing left yes and then it's and then you're like bland you know, you kind of, because all the spice was in that first take. Yeah. And then the energy like, wow, was I there. Just and, gone with the first take. You know, and you reacted to, oh, I messed up a line, but you reacted to that. You know, you carried on and yeah, I, yeah, I hear you. Okay. Here's a question. Have you ever. Oh no. <laughs> have you ever lied about a skill set? Hmm. Like. You're like, oh, okay. I can juggle and you cannot juggle. Or I'm a great surfer and you can absolutely not surf. So what, like, have you ever lied about a skill set to to book a job? And I'm trying to think if I have. Before. All right. <clears throat> lied about a skill set. I've definitely lied. <laughs> about what? About things. Okay. Oh, wow. I sound horrible. No. Uh- <laughs> I have lied about, okay, so this is a funny example. Um, Disney, for example, my first, the first audition, are you ready to go right now? Like, are you ready to get on a ship tomorrow? You're like, yup. <laughs> yep, yep, ready to go. No, no, I wasn't. No, I wasn't. Like, you'll say anything to get that job, right, at right. that point. Uh, so that's like a tiny example. Um Another thing is, I'm like, I don't want to call myself perfectly bilingual anymore, but I am from Montreal, so oh, yes, you I'm speak pretty bilingual. Yeah. I, and to the average, like, English ear, I sound very French, but, like, to a French person, they could definitely sniff me out. Right. Um, <laughs> so I've definitely, like, exaggerated my ability in that department so mm-hmm. that I could do French work. And then I go to the audition and, like, 
they start like, sure, I've memorized the text in, in French, but then I'm like having a conversation with them and I'm like, oh my God, what's that word again? Oh my God, did I say feminine masculine, right? Like I've exaggerated my skill set before. Yeah. Okay, our last question. And then we're going to get onto like a few fun questions. So the last one is, okay. what is the best audition advice you've ever received from a teacher, a fellow actor, Ooh. a casting director? What's the best audition advice you've ever received? Oof. Okay. I've been given so many pieces of advice from so many amazing people. Like when I think back, I'm like, wow, all these teachers and mentors and Okay, best audition advice. Well, there's one um, mantra that I kind of like to live by. Other people's successes and not your failures. Um, like your, the motto that I always associate with you and is be the ball, Danny. <laughs> oh, yes, be the ball, Danny. How could I forget? My mom and I got that tattooed together um, at I Miami. I love that. Yeah. So she always says that to me Yeah. before an audition, after an audition, like whenever we're, we're needing that kind of boost, that little mantra, be the ball, Danny. I look down on my foot, it's there. And yeah. you know what? Thank you for reminding me, Taryn, because I need to say it more. Yeah. Shout out to Kelly. We love you, Kelly. Ah. <laughs> oh, we love her. Guys, she's the best. We're almost hilarious. She should be an actor, like truly. But anyways. So, and I, I'm, I, um, I uploaded a video of me singing, which I've never done before. And I uploaded the video and your mom commented and she was like, yes, be the ball. And I could have cried <sighs> because I know how important and how, how much weight that phrase has for you and oh, for your mom. My God. And so when she said that to me, I was like, oh my God, <laughs> I'm like, I'm Kelly's other daughter. <laughs> I love Wait, it. I don't even. Yeah, that it. it what just... video? I don't even. On Instagram. No, girl, I'll show you. Um. So, okay. and when she when she commented that, I was I was like, that's it. That's I don't care what anyone else says. I don't care if you drag me through Aww. the mud. Kenny told me to be the ball, and she said I was being the ball, and so I'm done. <laughs> oh my god, that is <laughs> that is so sweet, and she's such a star. Come on, like, and that's you just have to surround yourself with those people, right? Yes. Who are gonna lift you up. And I'm lucky enough to have supportive parents. Like, yes, so am I. How many? Very, very lucky. You know, how many? I mean, actors, how many, you yeah. know, have that. You know, our parents, you know happily let us go and study this knowing that there is no guarantee of a career you know at all amen um, amen so we you know i do count my lucky stars for that okay i got two more questions and they're like fun questions okay 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 okay, okay. <laughs> if you okay i'll do this one first can you think of any role theater film television any role that was so perfectly cast that <laughs> No one else, I mean, they, they can try and do, but no one else will ever be as perfectly cast in that role as whoever that actor is. Can you think of any... The second I thought you were going to say my, me. I was like, well, we know, babe. We know the answer to this question. I'm kidding. Um, ooh, okay, great question. Well, honestly, you know what? what's, what's crazy that first comes to mind? And I think that's always the answer you have to go with, right? Correct. Is Meryl Streep in The Devil Wears Prada. Love that. That's one of my favorite movies. We I love know. Meryl. And it's, I hate to be like, Meryl Streep. Actually, I don't hate. No. She's incredible. No, if it's Meryl Streep, hell, it's Meryl Streep. You know? I mean, she she just murders that role. 
it, it murders it, was, it. So, oh, she's just, but that's the, the nuance. She just completely disappears yeah. into her characters. It's just, but that role particularly, woo, it was great. Exactly. And it's like, you know, that person's a good actor when you don't even recognize them when you compare them to like another role that they've done. Yes. So oh, yeah, I love that's, that. that's what comes so, to mind. I love that. That's one of my favorite movies. Okay, final question. If you could play any role, male or female, okay, what would it be? Musical like or movie. play? Okay, yeah, let's do that. You yeah, know what? Again, any you have role, to go. Give it to me. With what first comes to mind, and since everything's been so music theater based for me, yeah. and I used to love Shakespeare when I was in school and studying, I want to play Catherine in ah! Taming of the Shrew. Girl, I love yeah. that role for you. And I will settle with Kate in Kissy, Kissy Kate. Kate. But hey. yes. <laughs> I love that. I wish you guys could see our faces. We both just lit up. That is, uh, oh my God. Yeah. Just like delve into like that kind of, it's been so long and it's just like, oh, it's just like, it feels like that dream's kind of getting further and further away with the way that my career is going. But like, we're still young. No, we have but to remember we're not. It, it can absolutely happen, you know? Shakespeare is not Manifest going anywhere. It. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, that's so great. Have you ever performed um, the pieces from that? From from the musical yeah. or the play? Not from the not from the musical. Um, actually, no, that's alive. I've sang a few things, but in terms of a performance, the closest mm -hmm. I've got to that is back in college when I went to John Abbott College for professional theater. We got paired up for Shakespeare scenes. Okay. And I got paired with my buddy Max and we crushed it and we turned it into like a combat scene. Oh. I'm not kidding. We threw it because he was like, we threw in all these stage combat, like that, that iconic scene between the two of them. Yes. Yeah. And there was a couch and he's throwing me on the couch. It just, it became our scene. It carried us through all of theater school. And then we ended up auditioning with it for the Quebec Drama Federation kind of uh, showcase of new artists that were graduating everyone did like a monologue and we chose to do the scene together instead. Oh God, fantastic. And it's just always like stayed with me. Like I want to play that role from yeah. beginning to end. Yeah. Oh, that's such a good role for you. Just cause I know your, I know your energy and that yeah. role. It's just what a, what a match made in heaven. If anyone listens to this podcast, please cast Teeny in Tales <laughs> of the Shrew. <laughs> What's yours, Tara? Uh, I don't know. Um, I would love to play Reno Sweeney in Anything Goes. Just because I love uh, doing comedy and that musical is just yeah. so great. And I guess anything by like Stephen Sondheim. I don't care if I'm the tree singing in the background. Just anything by Amen. Stephen Sondheim. I, the man's music, it just, it speaks to my soul in, in a way that no other person's works has spoken to me. Totally. So, yeah, man, well, we just put it out there. We put it out there, so you can come and we see. We are you can, Correct. Come and see us do our dream <laughs> roles soon. <laughs> to well, a Zoom near you. Yes, to a Zoom near you. Well, Teeny, thank you so much for joining us today. Oh, I loved it. I think I'm getting good at this. This is my yeah. third little podcast interview. Uh, I hello, feel more fame. <laughs> this Ew, is I hate so okay. great. Kidding. Love myself. Good, <laughs> strong, positive affirmations for everyone. Correct. 
Hey guys, thanks for joining us for our first episode of I Hope I Get It, the podcast. If you want to keep up to date with what Teenie's doing, you can follow her on Instagram at Teenie Time. That's T-E-N-E-T-I-M-E, Teenie Time. And you can keep up to date with us as well. We're also on Instagram at Hope I Get It Pod. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time.